1: Le'olam va'ed. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, May 12th. We have just completed the observance and celebration of Passover and the seven days of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. But did you know that Passover is not really over until we get to Shavuot? There is the counting of the Omer, a 50-day count that takes you up to the next biblical feast, which is Shavuot, or Pentecost. The giving of the Torah happened at Shavuot exactly 50 days after the children of Israel left Egypt. A few thousand years later, on the exact same day, Shavuot, Yeshua's followers gathered in the upper room for a prayer meeting. On Shavuot, also known as Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out in great power with a mighty wind and tongues of flames. The Omer is counted each evening after sundown. This year, Shavuot begins at sunset on Saturday, June 4th, and ends at sundown on Monday, June 6th. We are to stand when counting the Omer, and we begin by reciting the following blessing. Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Olam Asher bi Bimotav Zivanu Al-Sephirat HaOmer Blessed are you, Adonai our God, King of the Universe, who has sanctified us with your commandments and commanded us to count the Omer. After the blessing, we recite the appropriate day of the count. For example, Hayom Yom Echad LaOmer Today is the 26th day of the counting of the Omer. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Emor, and it means say. Leviticus 23, 23 23-44 HaShem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Bnei Israel thus. In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall observe complete rest, a sacred occasion commemorated with loud blasts. You shall not work at your occupations, and you shall bring an offering by fire to HaShem. HaShem spoke to Moses, saying, Mark, the tenth day of this seventh month is the Day of Atonement. It shall be a sacred occasion for you. You shall practice self-denial, and you shall bring an offering by fire to Hashem. You shall do no work throughout that day, for it is a Day of Atonement, on which expiation is made on your behalf, before Hashem your God. Indeed, any person who does not practice self-denial throughout that day shall be cut off from his kin, and whoever does any work throughout that day, I will cause that person to perish from among his people. Do no work whatever, it is a law for all time throughout the ages and all your settlements. It shall be a Shabbat of complete rest for you, and you shall practice self-denial. On the ninth day of the month at evening, from evening to evening, you shall observe this your Shabbat. HaShem spoke to Moses, saying, Say to B'nai Israel, On the fifteenth day of this seventh month, there shall be the festival of Sukkot to HaShem, to last seven days. The first day shall be a sacred occasion, you shall not work at your occupations. Seven days you shall bring offerings by fire to HaShem. On the eighth day you shall observe a sacred occasion and bring an offering by fire to Hashem. It is a solemn gathering. You shall not work at your occupations. Those are the set times of Hashem that you shall celebrate as sacred occasions, bringing offerings by fire to Hashem, burnt offerings, meal offerings, sacrifices, and libations, on each day what is proper to it apart from the Shabbat of Hashem, and apart from your gifts, and from all your votive offerings, and from all your freewill offerings that you give to Hashem. Mark, on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the yield of your land, on the first day you shall take the product of hadar trees, branches of palm trees, boughs of leafy trees, and willows of the brook, and you shall rejoice before Hashem your God seven days." You shall observe it as a festival of Hashem for seven days in the year. You shall observe it in the seventh month as a law for all time throughout the ages. You shall live in booths seven days. All citizens in Israel shall live in booths, in order that future generations may know that I made B'nai Israel live in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I, Hashem, am your God. So Moses declared to the Israelites the set times, of Hashem, First Samuel twelve one to thirteen twenty three. Then Samuel said to all Israel, "I have yielded to you in all you have asked of me, and have set a king over you." Henceforth, the king will be your leader. As for me, I have grown old and gray, but my sons are still with you, and I have been your leader from my youth to this day. Here I am. Testify against me in the presence of Hashem and in the presence of His Anointed One. Whose ox have I taken, or whose donkey have I taken? Whom have I defrauded, or whom have I robbed? From whom have I taken a bribe to look the other way? I will return it to you. They responded, You have not defrauded us, and you have not robbed us, and you have not taken anything from anyone. He said to them, HaShem then is witness, and His anointed is witness, to your admission this day, that you have found nothing in my possession. They responded, He is. Samuel said to the people, HaShem is witness, He who appointed Moses and Aaron, and who brought your fathers out of the land of Egypt. Come, stand before Hashem, while I cite against you all the kindnesses that Hashem has done to you and your fathers. When Jacob came to Egypt, your fathers cried out to Hashem, and Hashem sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt, and settled them in this place. But they forgot Hashem their God. So he delivered them into the hands of Sisera, the military commander of Hazor, into the hands of the Philistines, and into the hands of the king of Moab. And these made war upon them. They cried to Hashem, We are guilty, for we have forsaken Hashem and worshipped the Balaam and the Ashtoreth. O oh, deliver us from our enemies, and we will serve you. And Hashem sent Zerubbabel, and Bedon and Yiphthah and Samuel and delivered you from the enemies around you and you dwelt in security. But when you saw that Nahash king of the Ammonites was advancing against you, you said to me, No, we must have a king reigning over us, though Hashem your God is your king. Well, HaShem has set a king over you. Here is the king that you have chosen, that you have asked for. If you will revere HaShem and worship Him and obey Him, and will not flout HaShem's command, if both you and the king who reigns over you will follow HaShem your God, well and good. But if you do not obey HaShem, and you flout HaShem's command, the hand of HaShem will strike you, as it did your father's. Now stand by and see the marvelous thing that Hashem will do before your eyes. It is the season of the wheat harvest. I will pray to Hashem, and he will send thunder and rain. Then you will take thought and realize what a wicked thing you did in the sight of Hashem when you asked for a king. Samuel prayed to Hashem, and Hashem sent thunder and rain that day, and the people stood in awe of Hashem and of Samuel the people all said to samuel intercede for your servants with hashem your god that we may not die for we have added to all for we have added to all our sins the wickedness of asking for a king but samuel said to the people have no fear you have indeed done all those wicked things do not however turn away from hashem but serve hashem with all your heart do not turn away to follow worthless things which can neither profit nor save, but are worthless. For the sake of His great name, Hashem will never abandon you, seeing that Hashem undertook to make you His people. As for me, far be it from me to sin against Hashem and refrain from praying for you, and I will continue to instruct you in the practice of of what is good and right. Above all, you must revere Hashem and serve Him faithfully with all your heart, and consider how grandly He has dealt with you, For if you persist in your wrongdoing, both you and your king shall be swept away. Saul was 40 years old when he became king and he reigned over Israel two years. Saul picked 3,000 Israelites, of whom 2,000 were with Saul in Michmas, and in the hill country of Bethel, el and 1,000 with Jonathan in Geba of Benjamin. The rest of the troops he sent back to their homes. Jonathan struck down the Philistine prefect in Geba, and the Philistines heard about it. Saul had the shofar sounded throughout the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. When all Israel heard that Saul had struck down the Philistine prefect, and that Israel had incurred the wrath of the Philistines, all the people rallied to Saul at Gilgal. The Philistines, in turn, gathered to attack Israel. Thirty thousand chariots and six thousand horsemen, and troops as numerous as the sands of the seashore, they marched up and encamped at Michmas, east of Bethaven. Then the men of Israel saw that they were in trouble, for the troops were hard-pressed. The people hid in caves, among thorns, among rocks, in tunnels, and in cisterns. Some hebrews crossed the Jordan to the territory of Gad and Gilead. Saul was still at Gilgal and the rest of the people rallied to him in alarm. He waited seven days, the time that Samuel had set. But when Samuel failed to come to Gilgal and the people began to scatter, Saul said, Bring me the burnt offering and the sacrifice of well being. And he presented the burnt offering. He had just finished presenting the burnt offering when Samuel arrived, and Saul went out to meet him and welcome him. But Samuel said, What have you done? And Saul replied, I saw the people leaving me and scattering. You had not come at the appointed time, and the Philistines had gathered at Metmas. I thought the Philistines would march down against me at Gilgal before I had entreated Hashem. So I forced myself to present the burnt offering. Samuel answered Saul, You acted foolishly and not keeping the commandments that HaShem your God laid upon you. Otherwise, HaShem would have established your dynasty over Israel forever. But now, your dynasty will not endure. HaShem will seek out after a man after his own heart, and HaShem will appoint him ruler over his people, because you did not abide by what HaShem had commanded you. Samuel arose and went up from Gilgal to Geba of Benjamin. Saul numbered the troops who remained with him, about 600 strong. Saul and his son Jonathan and the troops who remained with them stayed in Geba of Benjamin, while the Philistines were encamped at Michmahs. The raiders came out of the Philistine camp in three columns, one column headed for the Oprah road that leads to the district of Saul, another column headed for the Beth Horon road, and the third column headed for the border road that overlooks the valley of Zeboim toward the desert. No smith was to be found in all the land of Israel, for the Philistines were afraid that the Hebrews would make swords or spears. So all the Israelites had to go down to the Philistines to have their plowshares, their mattocks, axes, and coulters sharpened. The charge for sharpening was a pim for plowshares, mattocks, three-pronged forks, and axes, and for setting the goads. Thus, on the day of battle, no sword or spear was to be found in the possession of any of the troops with Saul and Jonathan. Only Saul and Jonathan had them. Now the Philistine garrison had marched out to the pass, Of John 7, 1-30 After these things Yeshua walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in Jewry, because the Jews sought to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. His brethren therefore said to him, Depart hence, and go into Judea, that your disciples also may see the works that you do. For there is no man that does anything in secret, and he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. For neither did his brethren believe in him. Then Yeshua said to them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but me it hates, because I testify of it, that the works thereof are evil. Go up to this feast. I go not up yet unto this feast, for my time is not yet come full. And when he had said these words to them, he abode still in Galilee. But when his brethren were gone up, then went he also up unto the feast, not openly, but as it were, in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast, and said, Where is he? And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. For some said, He is a good man. Others said, No, but he deceives the people. Howbeit no man spoke openly of him for fear of the Jews. Now about the midst of the feast, Yeshua went up into the temple and taught. And the Jews marveled, saying, How does this man know letters, having never learned? And Yeshua answered them and said, My doctrine is not my own, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, He shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. He that speaks of himself seeks his own glory, but he that seeks his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Did not Moses give you the Torah, and yet none of you keeps the Torah? Why do you go about to kill me? The people answered and said, You have a devil who goes about to kill you. Yeshua answered and said to them, I have done one work, and you all marvel. Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers. And you on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. If a man on the Sabbath day receives circumcision, that the Torah of Moses should not be broken, are you angry at me because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day? Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Then said some of them of Jerusalem, Is not this he whom they seek to kill? But, lo, he speaks boldly, and they say nothing to him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? Howbeit we know this man whence he is. But when Yeshua comes, no man knows whence he is." Then cried Yeshua in the temple, as he taught, saying, You both know me, and you know whence I came, whence I am, and I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom you know not. But I know him, for I am from him, and he has sent me. Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him, because his hour was not yet come. Psalm 108, 1-13 O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise, even with my glory. Awake, psaltery and harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise you, O Lord, among the people, and I will sing praises unto you among the nations. For your mercy is great above the heavens, and your truth reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens, and your glory above all the earth, that your beloved may be delivered. Save with your right hand and answer me. God has spoken in his holiness. I will rejoice. I will divide Shechem and mete out the valley of Sukkot. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of my head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot, over Edom will I cast out my shoe, over Philistia will I triumph. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? Will not you, O God, who has cast us off? And will not you, O God, go forth with our hosts? Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies." Proverbs 15.4 A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, You Are My Hiding Place.
0: strain Ye adonai vish merekha ya adonai